Welcome to Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience Podcast. Join Danny on a journey through the historical island of Ireland, its people and the wild Atlantic Way, which is Ireland's last frontier. Experience the music and the culture that makes up the longest coastal driving route in the world. Now, please welcome your host, Danny Houlihan. Welcome to the Wild Atlantic Way and Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience Show. I hope you're all keeping well and safe, my friends. And if you're jogging, walking or cycling, please take care. Living next to the sea here in beautiful Ballybunion, North Kerry Island. Many stories and tales about the sea and the Shannon Estuary have been related. Some of which recount tales of shipwrecks, while others mention sea pigs, dolphins, seals and other aquatic creatures of the deep. Even whales have been washed up the Cúnaheiske and also the lovely Golden Strand in Ballybunion, North Kerry Island. Some stories lack pictures and heavy evidence in detail, but shine a light on another world, not often spoken of on the wild Atlantic way, what lives within the deep realms of the Shannon Estuary off the coastline of North Kerry. On Vara the Sea Maiden of Ballybunion. Even in mythology, the allure of a beautiful blonde female mermaid combing her hair on a coastal outcrop of rock draws the attention of many an admirer to the extreme risk of being seduced and taken back to the deep realms, known as Dorseto by the Greeks. Early mentions a goddess or a great mistress of northern Syria around 1000 BC. Also, when the goddess Atagis dove into a lake to take the form of a fish, as the gods there would not allow her to give up her great beauty, only her bottom half became a fish, and she kept her upper half in human form. Atagis was known as the fertility goddess and for well-being and protection and the mistress of her city. In European legends, sea sirens or mermaids are many. Some historians have stated that these sea maidens were the bringers of good news and safety. Others have suggested that these underwater goddesses were the protectors of the deep wild oceans and its sea creatures which abound around our coastlines. Mermaids, according to mythology, have the body of a female with a tail of a fish enabling the female to travel at high speed underwater, giving them the title Guides of the Ocean. In artistic works, mermaids have been noted, one by the famous writer Hans Christian Andersen, his work The Little Mermaid. These beautiful sirens of the sea, according to tradition, love music and stories. Many have been told of sailors falling in love with these underwater goddesses who love to sing and draw the sailors to them. There are many folk tales 
too many folks to deal with in this podcast. It has been related that these female ocean queens live for many years. But like us mortals, all eventually pass away to the deep realms of the ocean. Some also have stated that mermaids can become young again, thus living forever. The legend continues. Mermaids, it was said, were also to have ancient powers and could foresee the future and indeed danger and often warn sailors of impending disaster while on the high seas. There have been folk tales and stories of mermaids marrying onto land and then changing their form, only later to return to the sea, leaving their children and their husbands behind. The famous explorer, Christopher Columbus, while exploring the famous Caribbean, has been stated that he had several sightings of these manatees or sirens. Standing off the coast of Hispaniola, Christopher Columbus spotted three sirens or mermaids, which, quote, according to what he said, were not as beautiful as they represented. In Ireland, the sea maiden, Aramaidenvara, is well known. The story relates that the mermaid finds herself in our mortal world. She then marries. However, according to the story, her tail is hidden by her husband. Some say it was her crown. Many years passed. And then, after having a family, the story goes on to relate that her daughter one day approached her mother and asked her why her father had a crown of seaweed in the loft, or some say a tail. Late that night, as the house was asleep, she finds the tail and rediscovers her true past as a mermaid. She then returns to her native home in the sea, leaving her children and husband on land. A sad lament in our Irish culture. Excuse my Irish now, as I'm not speaking it daily, which is a shame, because here in this area, sadly long ago, it was our native tongue. In fact, there were several small areas here in Ballyé, Kilihenna, that were Gaelic-speaking, but annihilated at the hands of the landlords. And the Great Irish Holocaust, commonly known as the Famine, in 1846 and Black 47. Indeed, Beale and along the coastline as well. Now, this was sent to me many years ago by a singer, and it was translated. I've been told it is from the Donegal direction. Okay, everyone, I'm going to give it a go. Is Kasul Goveto, no go reg to one ground. Tansk Nata, the Fasak, or Vail Natra. The cool Buidata is the Vailin Sav, Chun Kugiv, Marikinig, Ithinig, and Ernest Nav. It seems that you have faded away and abandoned the love of life. The snow is spread about at the mouth of the sea. Your yellow flowing hair and little gentle mouth. We will give you Mary Kenny to swim forever in the urn. A watering village, do it more of on, for vroak and cladding, if all veil the thraw. Maiden vara, ma mahrin ar, 
Chudkugiv, Madakinig, Isinig, and Enosnav. My dear mother, said Blonde Mary, by the edge of the shore and the mouth of the sea, a mermaid is my noble mother. We will give you Mary Kenny to swim forever in the urn. Tamisha Turshuk, August Beg Galaw. Mohara Vanil is my Padre Vaughan. Ervan Dante is for Vail Natra. Shuig Kugiv, Madakinig, Ithinig, and Ernestnav. I am tired and will be forever. My fair Mary and my blonde Patrick. On top of the waves and by the mouth of the sea, we will give you Mary Kenny to swim forever in the urn. Pahaniha Shadarka is Tangui in Rokhard. Tan Sheshrok, the Shasiv is the Spirhagahard. Aker Varna Dante is Pahvail Natra. Shud Kugiv, Marikini, Ithini, and Ernestnaw. The night is dark and the wind is high. The plough can be seen high in the sky. But on the top of the waves and by the mouth of the sea, we will give you Mary Kenny to swim forever in the urn. A descriptive piece of the life of Mary Kenny there. I hope I have done our Irish language justice in this one. Now, you might say, where's the connection with Ballybunion and the mermaids? Over the years, I have been told of a few stories of mermaid sightings in the Ballybunion and Dune areas with locals observing sightings of unexplained occurrences while fishing on boats or indeed on land. The first story I was told was about a man by the name of Bob Weed who resided with his family in a rough stone-thatched whitewashed house at the high watermark on the beach below the Glen Road, today the Lady's Strand. His name then was the Hidden or Secret Strand. Today, worldwide known as the Lady Strand, Ballybunion, County Kerry Island. In those times, from the 1800s, there was a large open quarry stretching outwards from where the Castle Green is now located. This quarry stretched outwards towards the sea, and opposite to this, there was yet another quarry that ran from the cliff face to where the old Protestant church was built later in the 1800s. This site was given by the landlord Henry Benjamin Haring, who at that time owned a large portion of the land where Ballybunnan is today. This long high quarry stretched towards the Black Rocks, or Lackboy, the Yellow Rock, that took its name from the yellow mud, which flowed from the cliffs onto the flat area of rock. Tradition relates that early one moonlit night, Oveweed left his house on the Golden Strand and walked in the direction of the old quarry. The moon was high in the sky and the sounds of the lapping waves was beating against the distant caves of Ballybunion. This natural orchestra echoed along the coastline of North Kerry. The sounds of birds, nesting and the odd cry of a seal from the seal's cave in the rocks could be heard. This added to the atmosphere of the night. Oveweed made his way towards the outer quarry, which at that stage of the history of the village was nearing its life's end. 
from the mining of limestone for fertiliser in the local lime kiln, which was built and located where Ballymullen Golf Club's tuck shop is now located today. Also, the quarrying of Galena was undertaken in the area, which was a secret lucrative activity to the local landlord at the time. I should state the amount of this silver mine I have not yet ascertained yet, but we can infer it was profitable due to the blast holes are everywhere from the black powder. This indeed was a lucrative business for the landlord of the time. That's for another day. Boveweed meandered around the bend of the high quarry where the black rocks is today. The moon casting its moonbeams and shadows along the estuary. He climbed up on a rock to rest for a short while, according to the story. Then, out of the corner of his eye, he got an image, sitting up on a rock, the moon silhouetting its shape. A mermaid, in all her beauty, sitting quietly, combing her hair, glancing outwards towards the moonlit Shannon Estuary, where the black rocks are today. Her long blonde hair, blowing in the Ballybunnan sea breeze. Indeed, it was a sight to behold. Oweed, according to the story, crept slowly and quietly up behind the beauty to catch her. However, as he put his hands out to grab the sea maiden, she turned around and gave him a look and slipped quickly into the waves beyond the black rocks. Never to be seen again in the area, Oveweed returned to his thatched house on the beach and related the story to his family, which was lost to time. Obviously, the story went wildfire in Ballybunion at the local inns and was added to, where you had one mermaid at the start and several later were seen. Clearly, the story was added to after several rounds of whiskey and poutine. During the course of this episode, I carried out a bit of a trace to see if I could find anything that matched this tale. Yes, I found just a snippet of a reference so we can compare it with the story. Quote, Some time ago, there was a hut at high watermark in Ballybunnan Strand named Beauweed. Old Michael, the head of the family, would run to Listole to Ballybunnan for a wager. He would do it in an hour and a half and return almost out of breath on a race day. The natives of Ballybunnan would place a ladder across the street and Michael and his son, Patrick, would leap over the ladder for a wager. One would fall over the other and there would be great fun. Unquote. Now the surname, Beauweed, is gone from the landscape of Ballybunnan. Are there any relations out there in America, Australia and Canada and other destinations that can claim ancestry to him? And Patrick, well, let me know. Now, from this story, like, we have the name of the man. He is there. Now, the mermaid connection. Is it mentioned? Yes, it is. Quote, As Michael was going along the strand, one morning, he saw a mermaid on a rock doing her hair. He tried to catch her, but she disappeared. Unquote. This story was attributed to the late Mrs. Downey at Ahafona Ballybunion, and those downies operated the wheel bathing boxes, which were used by thousands of visitors visiting the famous seaside resort in Ballybunion 
in those bygone days. Now from this little clip, we know above we's name, Michael, and Patrick, his son, and that some occurrence did happen on the black rocks in Ballybunion one morning. Was it a mermaid or a seal? We shall never know. Today the black rocks are visited by thousands of visitors who come to Ballybunion. The views of the area from the black rocks on a calm day are impressive. The wild Atlantic way and our hidden history. Michael Bovweed and his son Patrick and his family are gone now, as well as the site of his old house or whitewashed hut, which is now a private car park. Was this the end of the sighting? Or sightings of a gorgeous fair-haired woman of the deep? Did she make a return to somewhere else? Now, before I move on, there are several pictures at the turn of the century of a house after a burning. Another earlier one with a man with a donkey and a cart on the strand in Ballybunion, near a long thatched house that was built near the edge of the water. Is this the picture of Michal Bovweed? We will never know. I'll put it up on my Facebook page. Michal Bovweed and his son Patrick and his beloved wife and family are gone now, as well as the site of his old house, which is now a private car park. A few years ago, one could see the remnants of the cobbled floor of the house, which today is covered by the car park. As I've stated, I will post pictures on my Danny Hoolahan's Facebook page for you all to have a look at. Another sighting occurred many years later of a mermaid in the area of Ballybunion in the townland of Kilcondy, north of Ballybunion. This short account relates that as a party out in a boat just off Kilcondy Point on the estuary, the men on the boat spotted an image sitting on a rock not far away from Dune Point. The story is related. Dune Point of Reach Nafila was an old promontory fort of the Clan Connor. Re Nafila was called after him, King of the Cliffs. This rocky promontory fort, which still stands today, has the ruins of O'Connor's castle there. Only a few foundations now, but it is steep, and steeped in local history and heritage of the old O'Connor, or E. Connacour clan. This account appeared in the local newspapers of the time and brought many people to the area to see the sighting. One person on the boat who did not drink stated it definitely was a mermaid I saw, unquote. Once again the elusive woman disappeared under the waves off the coast of Dune and Kilcondy, never to be seen again. When I take people around this area on my walking tours, I always keep a lookout for the sea maiden. Maybe though, I should leave well enough alone, as they say. Even to this day, no mermaid sightings of the sirens have been seen. But who knows? Keep a watchful eye on the beach and the rocks and the coastline when you're here in the Ballybunion to Bramore Cliffs area. 
where you might get a view of the elusive creature, the mermaid. I leave the coastline now once more and travel inland for more research. I hope you've enjoyed our short journey along the coastline of Nar Kerry, the Sea Maiden on Maiden Mara. Slán, bye for now. Thanks for listening to our show. Through its people, its heritage and its rugged coastline, this is truly Danny Houlihan's Irish experience. Bye for now.